welcome back to the podcast. I'm Pastor David Woods. And I'm Spartacus Jordan, and this is what he said, not what you said. Not what you said. Amen. Uh, he says a lot, doesn't he not? He does. Problem is, we don't listen. <laughs> we don't listen. Or um, put ourselves in a position to listen. I think um, we should we should uh, listen more, uh, talk less, listen more. Uh, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what, uh, it's only that's taken, what my mom used to tell yeah, me. It's only taken nine years to get you to even <laughs> say those words. <laughs> <laughs> listen more talk less uh well i guess we could all um learn a little bit from that right right when is the quietest time in your life um probably when i'm asleep okay and it probably ain't very quiet because i'm probably snoring yeah um they make stuff for that nowadays <laughs> boys <laughs> this is the 20th century yeah but uh i guess you had to uh you know, I, I'm kind of old-fashioned. Yes. Am I old-fashioned? Do you think I'm old-fashioned? You have come a long way. That's a serious discussion. Uh, I could make lots and lots of jokes, but that's a serious discussion. You have come a long way in uh, your thinking and in the way you attribute things of God. Uh, you've come a long way. But that's, that's David, that's a totally different subject. Right, that's, that is. Yeah. But my my wife, she's very old fashioned. She would live in. Um, you said that I didn't. I know, but she would live uh, in the little house on the prairie days. Now, I don't know how long she'd live there. <laughs> but, See, but she if, says if she'll live I there. I hope the audience notices that I'm sitting here keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> oh, so um, uh, again, we're going to talk about prayer today. Um, what a, uh, concept, uh, prayer, yes. um, that a Christian has, um, that we don't utilize enough. Yes. That's the, uh, that's really, uh, to me is, uh, one of the, the big things about prayer. Christians don't use it enough. Or, and, and I don't even know if, you know, we talk about prayer, we see prayer, the word prayer or pray, uh, we see that in our world everywhere. Social media, something happens, what happens? People want us to pray. People want us to pray. Um, pray for us, pray for this, pray for that, um, and that's great. Uh, uh, to me, that is acknowledged that there's, that there's something to prayer if they're taking that time to say, hey, would you remember this situation or remember me in prayer, uh, then they're, then they're acknowledging that, that there's some, um, that there's some meaning behind that, or there's some, um, uh, something can come out of prayer. Yeah. there's power behind it. There's power. Um, and I think that it's not my power. No, uh, it's not my power. Yeah, no, it's totally his power. Um, I've got to back up though a minute. I got to back up a minute, and and I'm not being uh, hard to deal with today. You said, "Oh, you've done being hard to deal oh, with." Well, <laughs> that means okay. No, anyway, anyway, you know, it, it's it's this this new life God has given me. It's so hard to back down. 
Just don't cause a stumbling block, especially for a pastor's bar. Don't watch him stumble. Anyway, I digress. We use that word too much, by the way. Uh, How do we know that Christians aren't utilizing prayer enough in their life? Number two, people I have caught him off guard (laughs) to write it down. I mean, there's, I guess there's so much to that um, question. Do we, do, do we say that because you and I don't utilize prayer enough? So we assume nobody think, else does? I don't think, I don't think nobody <laughs> utilizes it enough. What causes that? Because the Bible that? says to pray without ceasing. Yes. Um, what causes that? What causes us not to pray without ceasing? Selfishness. Okay. Um, or, you know. Or, or I've got it covered. I've got, that's what I mean, selfishness. I'm in control. I, I, can, I can take care of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that self, uh, uh, you know, believing, you know, that I can take care of everything. You know, the, the Bible says in Proverbs, there's a way that seemeth right to a man, mm-hmm. um, but the end is therefore death. So if, if there's a way that seemeth right, you know, we think that I, I'm, I, I can handle this. I can do, uh, you know, I don't necessarily have to pray about this. Um, I don't have to pray about that. Um, I don't, uh, I think that's where we get. I think we just, I think we think that, um, there's certain things we have to pray about or we need to as Christians, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we get in a church service, we need to pray, right? We need to pray the opening prayer. We need to pray the, uh, closing prayer. We need to have an altar prayer. Um, now are you saying we have to? Well, I mean, we, I think we think we do. Okay. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just saying we have times that we, that we have to, we feel as Christians, we have to pray. If we, if there's a dramatic time in our life happens, what do we think? We, we have to pray about this. Um, uh, but then there's certain other, other times, uh, and I, I didn't want to unpack that church part, uh, because, uh, I'm not saying that we don't need to pray. We need to pray in church. Sure. Sure. When, I when think we come I, together, we need to pray. I, I particularly believe it's part of worship. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, prayer is most definitely part of worship. Yes. Okay, um, but there's going to be times I believe that we uh, that we think we we got it. I think we we think <laughs> I can handle this. I, I don't I don't necessarily have to pray about this. Um, I've said I've said numerous times in here that I'm a simple person. I I say that uh, for lots of good reasons. I say that for lots of bad reasons. You know. But that's all stuff God's dealing with me on, and uh, we'll continue to let him deal with that stuff, and I'll get it figured out. I've said once before I went all the way to being a doormat, and mm-hmm. now I'm backing up some and through God and figuring out where that position is. Uh, can, I, can I say something yeah, while you ahead. say that? Go ahead. When you say being a doormat, what does that, what does that mean? It just meant that wherever I was at, whatever I was doing, I thought the calling of God was just to be just very, okay, it's fine. If it's how you think, if it's how you feel, okay, no problem. It, it, I'll just okay. keep going. I just wanted to. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my mom. It might mean something different to me. I wanted to make sure yeah, what it meant. Mom to you. and dad would have a hard time thinking of me as being doormatish. Yeah, <laughs> they would go do what <laughs> you, <laughs> you, but they, <laughs> Not they, you. they had the 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 super blessing of having to raise me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, Lord, I forgot where I was going, but I, uh, uh, power of prayer, praying, all this stuff. One of the, uh, uh, silly little things in my life is I'm not a mechanic. 
No, I, you're not. I am not. I am not a mechanic. Um, uh, when I was much younger and we had points and plugs and distributor caps, uh, I, w- I was okay. I, I understood all that. And then we started fuel injection and electronics and all that, and I didn't keep up with it, wasn't interested in it. So I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost. I can check the oil, transmission. Uh, the, they, they say the other stuff's all there. It's not recognizable to me, so I don't fool with it. But fell in love with a small riding lawnmower, a John Deere. RX 75 rear motor riding more like a snapper. Like I yeah, got, yeah, bought it. I bought it. Yeah. $160. Oh, right. I'm going, I'm going to take care of it. It needed a clutch rod and two springs. My wife said to me, honey, take it to the store and let them fix it. And I said, no, I think I can do this. I've looked it up. And she said, take it to the store. <laughs> she envisioned mower blades stuck in walls and tires flung in the yard and, uh, and, and lots of great Christian words coming from the garage. And um, don't know what the difference was, but I stopped and I prayed and was sincere. I said, Lord, there is absolutely no way. Because I don't like skinning myself. Right. I don't like, I don't have the right tools. I don't have mechanic tools. Carpenter tools, I got everything you need. Uh, I got I got all you need, and, and we can figure it out. Don't know everything there is to know about that. I'm not saying that either. Right. Much more comfortable with that. I was very earnest in my prayer, and all I heard from God was be patient, be patient, be patient. And don't skip steps. (laughs) Yeah, don't skip steps. And uh, two hours later, had that thing all back going. She's running good and cutting good. And just thrilled to death that God intervened and helped me out. Fully believe that. And I have told everybody, and everybody looks at me like you are the wackiest man I've ever met in my life. Why do you think they say that? Because of what you said. We pray for God, Father, heal me from this sickness. Father God, my kid has, Father God, where'd that come from? I've never used that phrase in my life. Uh, my kids are on drugs. Mommy and daddy's a dying. Uh, but we never stop and say, Lord, help me put one foot in front of the other today. Yeah, and I think that's where we miss. I think that's where we miss the power of prayer. That's why I told the little story. Yeah, and that's good. Um, now, it don't matter what y'all believe. Right. I believe God put a very calming effect on me. Yes. Took the things that I wasn't capable of doing, like calm down, be patient, take my time, you know, take the extra steps that I love to skip and and do the job that needed to do. You know, and when you say that, we might not even think about praying that way um, uh, and understanding that that's some of the way God's work, that, that God <coughs> works in our life. Um, through our communication with him, um, because we might just ask, Lord, just help me fix this, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he might help you fix it in a totally different way than you thought. Yeah, that thing may be on fire out in the backyard. <laughs> exactly. It's fixed, brother. It's fixed. That's, it's, that's it's what not it needed. Gonna, yeah, it's never going to bother you again. Uh, yeah. You did it your way. <laughs> that's right. Um, so uh, that is very um, yeah. See, uh, and that's uh, that, and that's what I see in in not uh, just my life. I, I see it in my life as well. Mm-hmm. 
as as uh, others, we we just as Christians, we sometimes we just think that uh, I don't have to pray. Um, I can handle this. Um, it's not it's not big enough to bother God with, yeah. you know. Um, and but God, God, I think God wants it's see, and I think that's where we get the why do we pray? Yeah, I was listening to reverse roles on this and ask you, I go, well, then, David, why do we pray? Yeah, I mean, I mean, why do we pray? Um, that's the, I guess, because if we're, if, if, if we oftentimes as Christians just say, well, I don't need to pray for this, but I need to pray for that, we kind of categorize it. We put, we put the prayer that we need to pray about here and the things that we don't need to pray about, we'll just put over here and, and we'll go about our life. But what does that pile look like that we don't need to pray about? What would be examples of not praying of something? Uh, do we not need to pray about the, the clutch rod and two springs on the John Deere? Is it over in that pile? I think for some people it is. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, I mean, do I believe that we need to pray, you know, uh, Lord, tell me if I need to pick this tablet up? No, I mean, that's that's not what he's saying. Yeah, no, uh, no, 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 right. no, no. There's no, no. things, that and that's what that's what I wanted yes. to differentiate. Yes, there's 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 things that I mean. Do do I need to move this mic over to the left a little yeah. bit? Yeah, I mean, no, he's not talking about things no. like that. No, 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 no. no. Uh, but things in our life, the daily walk that we have every day, mm-hmm. uh, we face every, we face a lot of things every day. Mm-hmm. And we categorize, does, well, I need to communicate with God with this, but I don't necessarily need to with this. Yeah. Um, and and that's what I'm getting at. Um, we often do that. And so then it, then it boils down to the question is, well, then why do we pray? If we're just going to pray for big things or things that uh, – uh, that we that we feel like we can't, and that's that's what it boils down to. I'm going to pray for things that I do not feel like I can handle. Okay, mm-hmm. I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on in the world today, I can't handle that. I'm going to pray about that. Yeah, because I can't. I do, I don't know what to do with that. I can't handle that. Yeah, I'm not going to buy. But there's there, there's things in my life that I think I can handle. Um, sure. I think I can, uh, uh, I, I think I can be a mechanic. I think I can work on things. Um, glad you have that. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't have to, that I, that I can't pray about those things. Right. Um, cause we get, I think we get superficial sometimes and think, but you know, I can take care of that. Well, there's another part of, of the natural body that, that it comes to mind about prayer uh that we see instances of it in our in our marriages we see instances of it in our employers we see instances of it in our friends is uh we take things for granted and when we take things for granted we leave prayer out of it and what i mean by that is uh and thank the good lord above my wife is not part of this podcast so she can't stand here and defend herself nor would i want her to but uh, I do have to continually pray and through that prayer do a self-inventory with God's eyes and heart and the way he thinks about not taking this lady for granted. Right. She does an awful lot for me every day, very consistent. And it would be real easy to take those things for granted. 
So my analogy is we just figure God's going to take care of it and we move on. Uh, Lord help, at least we could thank him and stop and say, hey, thank you. Appreciate you. Right. Uh, that sounds sacrilegious, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, so why do we pray? Well, I mean, I, I just, I, you know, I, I've got my point or uh, a view from, from what I believe scripture tells us, but I wanted, I wanted to get your input. I pray because I want to be closer to God. I want to know God better. And more importantly, that the selfish side of it is I want God to be very, very, very active in my life. Uh, and, uh, there's only a couple of ways that Spartacus knows how to accomplish that. And that's through reading the scripture and praying, because there's a couple of things for me that go on during prayer time, uh, which is praying and listening. I hear a lot of people, uh, talking about praying for their will, the will of God in their life. And, uh, I know I'm different. I get that. But uh, the will of God, what God would have us to do, he wrote in Scripture or had written in Scripture, however y'all want to put that. So I kind of go, huh, you know, what step are you adding to things? Uh, uh, now I could understand, you know, do I move? Do I don't move? Do yeah, I, do I go? Because that'd be his will too. Yeah. Do I go to Tanzania? Do I not go to Tanzania? Do I go to Haiti? Do I not? I, I, I get that. I get that. But anyway, why do we pray? And I hear a lot of I'm seeking the will of the Father in my life. And uh, I guess with my little non intellectual brain, I go, well, the will of the Father's written out pretty plainly in his book yeah in a in the broad sense of the 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 term will yeah yeah it's it's there um um i guess we can kind of unpack that in a way that well do i do i take this ministry um do i do this ministry is that god's will um and and see and i think um for a lot of that I think, I think we actually misconstrued that to a point where it's not in scripture. You know, should I, should I do, should I do this particular ministry in our church? And say it's, I don't know, um, say a uh, tent ministry like we started. Um, should I do that in a church? In our church, right? Uh, uh, what would be the? What would be the? Um, should I pray about that? I guess is my question. Should I yeah. should I pray, Lord? Should we start a tent ministry I, here at the church? Yeah, I think you ought to pray about it. I think I think you ought to seek. Okay, I guess I'm going backwards now on what I just said. You ought to seek the will of the Father, uh, <laughs> to make sure that's what He wants you to do right now. Uh, but then if you're in prayer all the time. You're going to hear God's voice, yeah, and so, you're going so to you, know it. You're going to know so it. So why did it even come up that you needed to start a tent ministry? Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at. Where so did, why did we have to? Why did we need to pray about that? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Do we use prayer in the semblance of, well, I'm going to pray about everything, and I'm going to show people that I pray about everything before I make the first move, or should we not just be 
praying all the time and people see by our example that that must be a praying person. What's going on in the world today doesn't bother him like it bothers everybody else. What's happening in his day-to-day life doesn't affect him like we think it should affect somebody else. Uh, Are we in that communication with God, communing with God, fellowshipping with God, being with God? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm confused on the whole thing. But if I'm in prayer and I drove, through a city and I saw a canopy set up with a what looked to be three or four Christians sitting under it with signs that said park and pray and it hit me man that's a couple hours on Saturday or that's a couple hours in the afternoon after work that I could do something for the kingdom Amen. as we call it that's right and uh I, so if you have a desire I, to do that, why 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 do you need to pray about it? Okay. Well, you answer the question because I'm not sure what you're getting at. Well, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, and yeah. I, I think that that's where we get. Why do we pray? I mean, our, our, uh, we, we often pray about, and I think we want uh, God. I, I think what I'm saying is, is, is would we use something that looks godly to waste a little more time before we get busy? And sometimes we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I think I'm, I'm driving at. I, I don't know. I'm kind of an ugly person. So I just, I just See, say what's well, on well, my what mind. I'm driving at is I think that we, if anything, if anything we're doing advances God's kingdom, if it's for his glory, not for our own glory, uh, then to me, that is the will of the father. And for clarification, since I'm real big on that, God's kingdom, where is it? God's kingdom? Yes. Here on earth? Just ask. Like right now? Yeah. Well, it's in heaven. Yes. It's in here. Yes. It's in here, I hope. Yeah. What do you mean you hope? <laughs> you wouldn't be here if it wasn't. <laughs> right. But you know what I'm saying? It's in, it's in us. King, Jesus is the kingdom of God, right? Yes. God is the kingdom of God. Yes. I mean, it was just Spirit. a church word, buddy. Yeah, I know. The kingdom of God. And I want, because Jesus taught us to pray that way. That's right. And I want people to know that we're not talking about this. Let's see, I can't recant the words that you tried to use last time, but this mythological yeah. uh, uh, place that we need to be doing all this work for to get there. So God's got it set up the way. No, that place is here. I'm not doing anything to get anywhere because we can't. Thank you. (laughs) We can't do anything. Thank you. But the the kingdom of God is here. It is is here. Now we can get into truths and we can get into doctrine. I mean, yeah, because Jesus said my kingdom is not of this world. Exactly. But but his kingdom Mm -hmm. Yes. lives inside me absolutely and it is not of this world that's what i that's wanted right. to say yeah and that and that's another thing that i feel like i missed for years it's not a destination people that's right it's a journey it's a journey yes and it's eternity yes it's this forever this don't stop that's right i mean i i don't think god's gonna need us to do podcast in heaven no but no. but uh you know it, it just doesn't end and and the thing, I, and you might as well be praying to the landlord in the process. Yeah, that's awful. What that was awful. You don't that like was, that, do no, you? That was kind of that was kind of a uh, old spar. That's old spar. 
That's old boy. God is holier than being called a landlord. But uh, if calling him landlord will get you to where you realize how holy he is, you know, I, I'll let you for a little while. But yeah. digress. But digress. Digress. I'm but, not going to. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. Um. But I think you think God just wrote a bad mark next to my name. No. He just put you, took you off the Christmas list. <laughs> I believe he just said God was Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, we, uh, but I think that's, uh, that is one of the things that we do. Um, we, you know, I, you know, if I, if I see a ministry at the church, I have a desire to, um, if, if the desire it, it even comes up and, uh, then I'm 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 willing to to try it because for one uh, to bring God glory, uh, two to see a lost person saved absolutely and 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 be set on that path that I got put on right. many many years ago, um, and to see uh, and to see the joy of of men and women of the Lord um, just uh, fellowshipping with one another. You know, ministry is not just seeking the loss. Ministry is not just, um, you know, fellowship. I mean, um, ministry is so much, uh, but it all boils down to bringing God glory. Yes. And um, so when I think about ministry and doing anything ministry, you know, if it brings God glory, then I'm I'm on board. And I don't have to pray about that. Yeah. You know, I heard somebody tell me one time, um, and this is when I was going to Tanzania and, uh, and they, uh, they made a statement, you know, if, and I'm going to see what your thought is behind this. <laughs> uh, they made the statement is if I, um, you know, I was asked to go to Tanzania on a missionary trip to, to train pastors and, and get, go alongside of them and help them build, build their church. Uh, and what I mean by that is to seek the lost and uh, make sure they know who Jesus is, minister to people. Um, and that's, that is building the church. Not, not, there's not, you know, we're not building walls and building buildings. We're building the church. Amen. And he, and I said, well, I need to pray about that. And this is what he said to me. Well, when you're praying about that, Sometimes we, we, we're looking for the answer to go. Are you praying to go? Are you praying, do I not need to go? And, and that's, that, that's the way he put it. Um, so if uh, the only way that you shouldn't go on a missionary, this is the way he put it now, I want your thoughts, um, is uh, in any missionary trip or anything to do with like, something like that, it, and you can use this for anything, really. Um, did God tell you not to? Because he's done told you in his word too in Matthew 28. He said, go into the ends of the world, right? Right. And uh, to uh, seek and save those that are lost. I mean, we're not saving, but I, I want to clarify that because I, I know people misprued that that don't know Scripture or don't have uh, any biblical background. Um, but I'm not saving anybody. I'm seeking out a lost person and sharing the saving grace of God with them, and that's what saves them. Um, so what's your thoughts on that? Well, it, it, for me, you, you've asked the wrong person. 
um, because I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into it. No, that's fine. Uh, I just said, why would we pray about a tent ministry when we drove past and saw an example of a tent ministry? We saw it on video. We saw it firsthand. We saw a brochure on ministries, and that popped up, and it just excited the stew out of us, and we got busy. And I said, why would you stop and pray for should I do that or not? We know we need to do it. Right. And that's what you're using with Tanzania. Right. But then you take a fellow like me who actually loves those people in Africa, loves those people in Haiti, loves the people all around the world. And, and there's lots of ways that this morning I am not going to prove that to you because it would be misconstrued. Right. But what God's laid on my heart's here at home. So, so, I think so if what it, you're saying I, is your answer was no, you don't go to Tanzania. I, my answer with, with our prayer is no, I'm not going to Tanzania. But that does not mean I've diminished God to the point where he, he can pop up here and go, oh, guess who's going to Tanzania today? And guess what? Because I have an active prayer life, I'm going to recognize that, and I'm going to go unbegrudgingly, with a great big smile on my face and a correct heart. Yes. Because God can't deal with me if I'm going over, Lord, all I care about them people next door, you know. Uh -huh. uh, uh, but but we get into a whole other subject then. Is God going to use bar in Tanzania? Oh, yeah. Ah, you become a preacher over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I probably sound closer to them than you do. Let me. Uh, you talk correct. Let me give you a story uh, about that whole journey and, a, and prayer with that, with mm -hmm. that same thought. Mm -hmm. So I prayed about it and I went to Tanzania. I've been twice. Um, Tanzania is on the east coast of Africa. And I, I went. And I prayed about it before I went, you know, and then I began to study and, and get prepared to go minister um, to the Tanzanian people and go and help those pastors. Um, so I, the very first time I went was like 2012. I think 2012 uh, is the first year that I went. And uh, we went in the summer, which was winter there, which they don't ever have a winter because they're so close to the equator. But. Um, they're on the, they're in the Southern hemisphere. So they're in winter in June. And I went and I began to have anxiety every evening when we was at the hotel. And, and one of the good things about going over there and that, that we would do in, in this ministry that I was uh, a part of, and I'm still a part of, um, is we didn't stay in fancy hotel and they we're in a third world country by the way so there's not real big fancy hotels but they're 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 in the bigger cities there's bigger places to stay but we always stayed in in very low uh um right where we was at you know but but we would be in like what we would call like a little motel over here in America uh almost probably the, the motels that we don't stop at <laughs> would be the places that we stayed over there. But every evening I would have very bad anxiety. Um, and, and this is no joke. And, and I know that might sound funny for some people that know me, 
but I would have very bad anger. And I've not told too many people this, so this is coming out on a podcast. So <laughs> this is you telling the world <laughs> telling now. The world. <laughs> Um, I, I or, think, or at fact, least those three people that are following this I, anyway. Matter of fact, you know, there's only like two or three people that know this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I had very bad anxiety. And as soon as we left the the little plate where we were staying, every morning we would leave and go to the church, um, uh, the mother church that was um, the um, where we would meet at every day and, and give a, uh, we would worship and everything before we went out into the um uh, into the into their villages um and then we would go two by two and we'd go we would i mean we would go all over this place and it'd just be me and somebody else and our interpreters we would go this way and two more and their interpreters would go this way and i would be fine as i would go out and and minister to people i mean I, that was my comfort zone Mm-hmm. I would be, I mean, I was fine. No, no anxiety, nothing. Well, what caused the anxiety? And then, and then of an evening, I'd come back and I'd eat and I'd have anxiety again mm-hmm. every single day. Um, so when I come back, I come back home and I said, I'm not going back. And then that winter, I went back in February. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, well, you know, maybe it's me. Maybe something was wrong, you know, maybe, I don't know. But I, but I, I I thought that at that moment when all this was happening, I'm not supposed to be here. This is not my calling. I'm a pastor. Mm -hmm. I believe that God called me to be a pastor. Uh, He gave me that desire. The Bible says that we get a desire to be a bishop, uh, uh, to have the office of a bishop. I I had a desire to be a pastor and God, God opened all those doors for me to minister and be a, a pastor to people. And I felt like I didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. And when I got back home and all the, uh, I didn't pay for the, the second trip. Uh, my, uh, somebody, a family paid half of the trip. And this is $4,000 to go over there. Right. Um, a family paid half of the trip and then Epic paid the other half. Uh, and I'm thinking, well, you know, that has to be God, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I mean, I'm not even having to pay anything this time. Mm-hmm. God is just intervening. He wants me to be there. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I'll go back. Mm-hmm. And I went back in February. And uh, same thing. Anxiety every night. And and I was fine when I was on the mission field. When I was going hut to hut, tree to tree, um, I mean, I was ministering to Muslims, um, to uh, uh, the Messiah people. Uh, we was in tribal areas. We was in witchcraft areas. I was, I mean, I was just fine all day long ministering people. Uh, have a discipleship every evening with the people that we uh, that we um, led to Christ, and we would invite them back to a certain point. If it uh, sometimes it was just a tree. Uh, and, and invite them back for uh, a little discipleship training for about 30, 45 minutes. And then we would go back to where we stayed and eat and, and then get ready for the next day. And I was fine until I would get back and to, uh, you know, just get back and eat and, and I would have anxiety again. And it happened every day. And I could not figure out why. And this was the second trip that it was happening on. And I just could not figure out why. And then it 
And only thing that I can just be honest with telling you and what I've told others is God called me to be a pastor. He didn't call me to be a missionary. Yeah, amen. amen. And and I believe that we got different callings on our life. Mm-hmm. So so therefore, um, do I believe that God calls us to to go to the ends of the world? Yes, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes He tells you to stay here. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes He tells this one over here to go here. Mm-hmm. So who miscommunicated during the prayer? You or God? Me. Okay. Does God, God don't ever miscommunicate. No, I know. I know. And I, and it wasn't setting you up. And it wasn't, You're, and it wasn't so the fact I, that I miscommunicated. I had a desire to go over there, but maybe my desire to go over there, um, I, and I think that it was just God showing me. I, I don't think that he didn't tell me to go that first time or even that second time, but I think he was uh, assuring me what my role was because up until that second time I was fixing to leave the pastorate and become a team leader and lead three, three, uh, campaigns a year to Tanzania every year is what I was fixing to do. That was the goal. Uh, matter of fact, I already had a team going the following June. And when I got back in that February trip, I said, I can't do this because so, this is. So how many people in your church prayed that you would take that job? And how many people prayed that you wouldn't take that job? Nobody knew about that job. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But the, the thing is, is, um, and I'm not, I'm not shedding this light on you by no means. It just brings up a valid point of, of weakness in prayer. Uh, not saying you're weak. That's I, I don't want nobody to think, you know, I wouldn't talk to you like that. I wouldn't judge or be critical of your prayer life. Uh, 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 but in my little mind, uh, all of a sudden the money's there for the second trip. Uh, looks like a blessing. Uh, you sat across from this table from me last week and said that sometimes the blessings come from the devil. I'm not saying those blessings were from the devil, but uh, when we don't pray on a regular basis, how do we recognize our Father's voice? And that's why I talk a lot about listening through prayer mm. to see what God's got to say. And I'm not trying to segue into listening by no, because there's a lot more to unpack about prayer, but. There's a lot of things. Ministry, and I know we're not talking about ministry, but ministry will educate you as a Christian big time. And uh, it will show you your your strengths, your weaknesses, your gifts, and your ungiftedness. Yes. And uh, uh, so I have no doubt that God's in that and, and, and giving you the final answer on where you should be and shouldn't be. I I uh, I don't believe for one minute that your time was wasted there. No, 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 no. But I it, mean, I had but, some great experiences. But it was a great clarifying point. Yeah, and I think that that's what it needed. And and it, I think that is because I was fixing to jump out of being a pastor mm-hmm. into a totally different ministry. Absolutely. Um, God needed to, sh- and, and again, uh. The first trip, I did not know, you know we hadn't talked about me doing that. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually, you know, down, way down the road, but I, it wasn't like at the forefront. And, you know, I, I didn't think nothing about it. But Eve, but God knew what was going to take place 
long before it ever took place. Absolutely. You know? um, and that's, I think, why I began to have the anxiety. Because it wasn't, and, it, and it, the thing about it is, the anxiety was no other time. See, we always took the last day. Well, you know, you go 10,000 miles away from home, you know, you, you, you put a, a day in there so you can enjoy yourself in that, in that, in that creation that God created. So we would go on safari mm -hmm. one day, uh, before we get on the plane the next day and come home. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so, uh, in the Serengeti, we'd be in a safari vehicle, find nothing. I mean, it was just, it was just those nights. Uh, did I struggled with anxiety before the next day of going on mission point ministry? Right. And then when I'd get there, I'm fine. When, once I, once I opened my mouth and started sharing the gospel, that whole day was fine. Discipling people was fine. I mean, I was just fine until I got back and it was, it was just all over again. So I just think that God was telling me, uh, showing me, that he did not call me uh, in that particular, at this particular time of my life, to be a missionary, uh, international missionary uh, in Tanzania. I think that that was very clear to me. He called me to be a pastor at 109 Blacks Ferry Road in, 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 in Powell, Tennessee. Good deal. I think that that, and that's what I got out of all of that. Um, and uh, sometimes again, now maybe what if I'd have prayed about that, you know, in a sense of, do I need to go God? And maybe he told me no, but I don't, I don't think he told me no, but would you have listened? Probably not. Cause I wanted to go to Africa. Yeah. I wanted to see, I've heard so much about when you go over there and minister to people, it changes your life. And it did. It changed my life. No, no doubt about it. I'm a different pastor today than I was then. Yeah. Before I went, no doubt in my mind, I, I'm a different Christian than I was when I went, uh, or before I went. There's no doubt in my mind what I took away from those two trips um, changed the way that I walk and talk and and ministered people um, because, you know, here in America, we get fixated on buildings, mm -hmm. on, uh, on everything, um, you know, just, uh, you know, the big mega churches uh, or, or everything's got to be right in place. Uh, and I, and I get that way too. I oh, want, the, I, I want, know I do. want, <laughs> I know you do. I want, I want God's house to be the best that I can make it. Ah, there's that word I again. I'll be glad when I break well, you of that habit. Ah, well, what am I supposed to say? God works through me. He does work through you. Give yourself a break and, and realize that maybe God will cause something to fall over <laughs> and for his glory <laughs> or, or things just happen. I mean, it, but we, we do, but we, we do have a responsibility so in order for my responsibility, I mean, right? I have a responsibility. Justification. No. Here it comes. No, I have a responsibility. Do, do you have a responsibility to be a Christian? But you also have a responsibility to not get ticked off when it don't go your way. Oh, I know. And that's you're you're exactly right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I have a responsibility 
to do as much as I can do, right? As much as the, nah, the ability that's in me, yeah. I have the responsibility. You have the responsibility. Y'all are learning firsthand how argue how hard it is to argue with this man. <laughs> <laughs> we have you have a responsibility. I have a responsibility I'm, to make this podcast here, I, the best that it can yeah, be. I, I will tell you. Yeah, you complained about the stupid table being white, and <laughs> I'm I had glad to, it's I'm <laughs> glad it's this color. <laughs> yeah, I had to stain it last night. It was the last thing I wanted to do after I'd been doing something I'm else sorry. all day. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. What are some of the benefits of prayer? And when I say benefits, I know that we've got other things we've got to do, but uh, I know for years I looked at prayer as I'm going to talk to this really holy, 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 untouchable, superior being and reflected on the fact that. Ooh, I wonder if he's listening. I wonder what's going on. Uh, and I know that Jesus' example of prayer in Matthew tells us, you know, we need to show reverence and all that. But uh, do we carry everything? How do we talk to him? Do we say, Lord, help my truck to crank? Lord, uh, uh, don't let the tires go flat over tonight. Let me get to work on time tomorrow. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't either. But I, don't I, mean, I guess the point I'm 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 getting at is I think I stayed away from prayer for a long time because I thought less of me, more of him. I'm not trying to get us equal. There's there's a whole lot of that preaching going on around the country. Uh, I'm not trying to get us equal. But, but God tells us he is approachable. And the whole purpose for praying is to have fellowship with God. And knowing him, him, he knows you, but you're defining what he wants you to do and how he wants you to act. And he's giving you answers. So, so what are tangible, and I know it's a bad question, but tangible benefits of prayer, it may not be in receiving the brand new vehicle, receiving the brand new camper, receiving the granite pulpit that you've always wanted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even uh, like granite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it may not be that thing, but there's, there's like one of the benefits is for me is knowing that He's in control, and I'm not. And now a further benefit from that very statement is I'm thrilled to death he's in control, and I'm not. For most Christians, if they was to answer that question as what it, you know, what it benefits me or you know, what, what's the benefit in praying, people think that they're going to get something from God, benefit. Uh, when they think of benefits, um, yeah, and that, what benefits them for praying? Yeah. I, I'm going to get something. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get something. Uh, God is going to bless me with something, bless me in my prayer life uh, because of I'm praying for this, or praying for that. Um, and that kind of goes back to Matthew. You know, do we pray for benefits? Do we pray to get benefits? God's word says that he already knows what we need. So why would we pray for 
that. I mean, God knows everything that we need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but then, and it needs to be said that God knows even better. Yeah, even better what we need. Yeah, yeah better we, what we, need. we do, and that better might be atrocious to us. Yeah, yeah, has been in my life the opposite way. Yeah, has yeah. been in my life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot that goes with this when when you're discipling somebody, when you're talking to people. God can allow some things to happen. He can give me exactly what I need, and I go, Lord, I don't need that. I don't want that. Right. And uh, but it's what comes out on the other end that He knows that I am submitted to in His perfect will. Right. Uh, when when I can find that place, <laughs> let's just yeah. add that before I before I start sounding like the heathen or. Or something. When we pray, you know, the Bible says in Matthew 7, ask and it shall be given. Mm-hmm. Seek and you shall find. Mm-hmm. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Right? Mm-hmm. Goes on, it says, for everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And, him, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Okay. So is that all benefits? I mean, be, uh, I'm, uh, if I asked, I'm gonna. It's it, you know, it, it'll it shall be given me. It'd be glorious benefits yeah. is the way I would describe it. Uh, it's not going to be. I think we misconstrued what that actually means, though. Yeah, asking. I mean, I, I believe that I can ask within His will. That's see, that's the problem. When I can ask within His will, uh, in in uh, then there's going to be a benefit. Um, not just on, it's going to be on God's behalf in my life. That's going to be the benefit. Okay, let's take that same word, then benefit. Let's take that same word. What I heard you say, not what you said, what I heard you say, it's in God's will. God knows what I need to be benefited by. Right. Okay. So first of all, why would I even pray if he already knows it all? Okay. Well, we know the answer to that. Fellowship. Uh-huh. Fellowship. Fellowship. It. Number one. Fellowship. And people need to understand that God desires that fellowship with us too. Yes. That's not a one-way street. That's a two-way street. He's standing ready or sitting or whatever. Yes. He's ready. And, and there's a great benefit in having fellowship with God. That's, that is number one. Okay. Now, benefiting me, how do I, uh, my question is this, I haven't heard either one of us say anything that makes me want to run and get in prayer. Is that because looking through human natural lives? But you, you see what I'm saying? Why is it going to benefit me? Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's let I, I would like to be able to, and I think we have, but I would like to have something that somebody could grasp. Yeah. And go what, what's gonna make me say, I need to pray. Yeah, I need to pray. Even somebody that didn't believe say we got somebody listening that don't even believe in God. Right. And he just all of a sudden and I don't think we have done that great of a job. But if he said, All right. I'm going to talk to this supreme being today. First of all, is God listening to him? Well, yeah. Okay. 
because because it's gonna it's gonna benefit God. Okay, because he's gonna he's gonna gain a um uh well if if I'm an unbeliever and I'm taking the time to say that there first of all I'm gonna say that there is a God. So I'm gonna and okay. because I have to decide that there is a God before I ever pray for him, pray to him. Yeah, right? yeah. So number one. I've acknowledged that there is a God. Yeah, even the lost person's heart got himself to the point, right. not himself. We know the Holy Spirit's doing blah, 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 blah. Right. But we're just saying with substantial evidence that God listens to lost people. Yeah, I mean, I believe so. Uh, you know, there's been uh, in, in in the study um, of Cornelius in Acts, mm-hmm. right? For somebody reading that face value, they would they would see and think that well he's a he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe through theology, the study of that particular man in Scripture in Acts mm-hmm. would say he's probably not a Christian, but God li- but but he God mm-hmm. listened to him and and actually used him to help Peter. Right uh, now, I believe that Cornelius. That's because uh, Peter was missing some good meals. <laughs> he was definitely missing some good meals. Uh, he was. He had a very uh, slim diet. Yes, he did. <laughs> that he yes, needed he did. to broaden his horizons. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but but I believe that I, I believe that um, and without unpacking Cornelius, and I love that you know how we unpack stuff, but uh, but without without doing without getting into a, a bunch of theology on Cornelius, um, most theologians would believe that he is, he was a lost, he was an unbeliever, mm-hmm. um, but he acknowledged God and he prayed to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bible does say that he heard Cornelius and he actually even used Cornelius. Yeah. Um, and uh, God can do whatever he wants to do. And he can use whoever. That's a great statement, and it's also one of those. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he can do whatever he wants to do. He can use whoever he wants to use. He can use anything he wants to use. Sure. Uh, to do whatever he wants to do with that. Yeah, he, um, he can use a RX seventy five John Deere lawnmower. He can. He can. He, he can sure can. definitely do that. Yeah. And and to bring you into a peace. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but through all of that, um, I, you know, to get somebody to run and pray, you know, uh, first of all, I would love to see an unbeliever pray. Uh, Absolutely. But I'm you know, ta- I, used, I used to say, I'm I, talking about the believer too. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I would used to say that he would only hear an unbeliever and, it, uh, in a in a prayer that would be acknowledging or asking for salvation, yeah, repentance and salvation. Yes. I get you. Um, but uh, God, you know, it, I know what the Bible says in Isaiah fifty nine mm-hmm. two uh, that our iniquities have separated us, uh, have separated us between um, God. Right, our iniquities have, and uh, so much that He will not hear. Um, uh so so when we when we look at that verse we think well and i and i do believe that uh when we um when we get out of fellowship with god 
Well, first of all, what is prayer? Prayer is fellowship, right? Sure. We ultimately break that fellowship because we've got iniquity in our life. Um, that's, that's sin, uh, wrongdoing, so, evilness. So again, in moral prayer, prayer is fellowship with God. Mm. And when we do it any other way, does He hear us? That's the key to prayer. And that's what we find in Matthew 6. So the tangible benefit is not going to be described as the tangible benefit that we seek and desire in our human eyesight and in human heart. Mm -hmm. The tangible benefit then to me, if I was going to tell somebody a tangible benefit this morning, uh, would be you have fellowship with God. You've got so, you're, you you you're you're in communications with the supreme creator of this universe. Right. You you are talking to the man. The man. The man. The you, Father in heaven. Yes. You you are you are he is reaching down with a hand if you'll if you'll please pardon this uh, uh, expression, reaching down with a hand, scooping you up close to his ear and listening to what you got to say and responding to you. Yes. Yes. And just like me and you talking on the phone, I can ask some weird questions. I almost <laughs> said stupid. I can, weird. Yeah, weird. I can uh, ask weird. some weird questions that you say, I'm not prepared right now to answer that far one way or the other. You're just going to have to forgive me, brother. And, and Sometimes I say that, yeah, yes. And and move on. I've got to think about that a while. Yeah. So just because we don't get the benefit, the answer immediately, doesn't mean we're not in communication with God, yeah. in fellowship with God. Again, again, I don't think prayer is looking for an answer. No, that's the thing. No, I think that's, that's the what, key. What, that's the that's what people miss. They're, they're, yes, if we, there we go. If we pray and we're just oh, looking for an taking answer, an hour to drag that out of you. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, I apologize. <laughs> if we, uh, but but the again, the benefit is is, is fellowship. That mm -hmm. is the benefit. You know, the publican and the Pharisee when they begin to pray, did God hear the the Pharisee? Is that that vain, repetitious stuff you just told about? Yeah, he, he just <laughs> he, he wanted to be eloquent in his speech, and and uh, and he wanted to uh, be higher, or you know, make himself bigger than life. And and but God didn't hear that type of prayer. You call on people to pr to pray in your church, different ones. I do. Is, is there some that you just know you wouldn't call on for love and yeah. money? Well, I wouldn't. I don't want to. I don't want them to feel. Um, I, I, you know, I don't want to feel uncomfortable if they, ha if I'm calling on them to kind of put them on the spot. Mm -hmm. No. So, so the ones that I do call on, I know that they're comfortable, you know, standing in front of a congregation or, or something uh, and leading a congregation in prayer. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, there's probably some that I would never call on because. Is that what you're asking? That, that oh, I, I was, I was, I was, by, as I'm usually doing, big noticer in this world, no, big middle child setting me up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not even setting you up for a fall. Just curious, just curious, uh, uh, because the devil resides in me quite frequently, <laughs> uh, and and that's getting to be less and less. 
I hear people called on to pray. This is an ugly statement. This is just pure ugliness. This is just pure out there for conversation. And it's the same prayer every time, same verbiage, same start. Is that just habit when we're in public like that? No, uh, there is things, there, there, some ways that we pray to, to God. I mean, mm-hmm. like I say, you know, uh, dear Heavenly Father, that's my, I always start a prayer that way. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it because I'm, I'm giving him reverence. Mm-hmm. He's my heavenly father. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm giving him reverence. Um, and so that, that to me is not vain repetitious. Mm-hmm. Uh, vain repetitious is when I, when I want to be seen, mm-hmm. you know, cause the Bible says to go in your closet and that doesn't, that doesn't mean necessarily a physical, Hey, go in your closet and pray. You can pray. Hey, some stinky shoes in there, boys. <laughs> you, but you can pray in a, in the midst of a congregation and be in your closet and praying. Yeah. Um, and you can be the one leading the congregation in prayer, but you're in your closet praying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it means is I'm not going to, I'm not praying for me to be seen. You know, I'm not, I'm in my closet. If you go in your closet, well, you're, you're trying to hide, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and to me, that's what that means that I'm, I'm, I'm taking and, and, and humbling myself before God and praying. I'm, re- I'm giving him reverence and I'm humbling myself before him. Uh, even though I'm praying with a whole congregation, uh, I'm not going to be a, a praying like that Pharisee. It was praying, right? Uh, which he was out of, out of his closet. He was out. He wanted to be the one being seen. Uh, so we need to enter in prayer like that. And uh, and we need to understand that that benefit behind that is fellowship. I'm not asking. I am fellowshipping with God right now. He knows my needs. Uh, that don't that don't mean we don't pray and ask. You know, God lead me in this direction or lead me in that direction. Tell me what I need to do here. I'm not saying we don't do that, but the main reason we do prayer is to fellowship with Him. That is the benefit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I wanted to make sure that we understood that. I got you, buddy. I got you. I'm sitting here reflecting on some of my wife's prayers. I mean, uh, sorry. I, I went out yonder somewhere. There's nothing wrong. Like, again, there's nothing wrong. Um, you know, I've heard some very eloquent prayers, mm-hmm. but sometimes when those eloquent prayers come out, uh, you know, we're trying to say the right thing. We want to be, uh, uh, we don't want to think somebody thinks we're not educated. Um, so whenever that happens to me, that's just not a prayer that needed to be spoken. It's not appropriate. Not, not if that's the way that person talks in general, Mm -hmm. then that's probably genuine to him. I tell you you something in my life, uh, that you'll find funny that you don't know, (laughs) you know, uh, I'm in situations with church, uh, with different gatherings, all that, where I'm called on to pray. And um, uh, so I expect that sometimes. I don't demand it. I don't, if they ask somebody else, I don't care. As a matter of fact, I'm tickled. But I have been caught with my britches now. Didn't see it coming. Wouldn't have paid good money. I mean, just didn't see it coming. And I'm really bad about Father. Please forgive me for all my sins right now. Help me to repent of the ones that I don't even know about so I can get my heart ready so I can begin to pray. Right. Because 
I, I, I wasn't prepared to pray. Yeah. Now that may just be a little silly thing I do. But you was praying to start with. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I here we go. I mean, I won't. Because you're fellowshipping with him. Yeah. When, even when you're asking. Yes. Yes. And, uh, uh, I don't know. I think things we did as a child is, yeah. is very sufficient. If our heart and our minds yeah. and our spirit can get in that childlike thing. You know, we, we're starting to sing Jesus loves me a lot more in churches. So people can just get the idea that Jesus loves you because the rest of us sure don't care for you. <laughs> and I, just, that's you, awful. I know it's awful, but I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it, and that's a whole nother subject, but child, yeah. childlike faith, childlike talk, childlike, uh, uh, searching for the right thing, the correct thing. Because as a child, we're going to do that. But as a child, we're also going to be born with sinful nature. Yeah. And uh, uh, once we get a little education under us, once we get a little uh, experience under us, we tend to know it all. And we forget to ask the Father for help. And we forget, even I do, to put him in a reverent place that he belongs to be in. And, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I want to say he demands it. I don't know that that would be the right way to put that, but, uh, he demands to be reverent. When, when, when I, when I put God in the position he's supposed to be in and my heart, my spirit feels that and, and he is in that position and I'm just seeking fellowship with him, uh, uh, for my charismatic friends, a word from him. Uh, I'm not trying to set myself on a pedestal. All I really want to be is loved by God. Yes. Because there, there is no definition. There is no semblance. There is no example. There is no nothing of love on this earth other than God. It's my belief. Uh, I'll give it to you for free. You can make it your own. Uh, if there's anything I can give anybody. But uh, once we get there, then it's a beautiful conversation, and uh, he's ready anytime. And understand, whenever you begin to speak to God, you're in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you begin to speak to God, not speak to yourself like the Pharisee, yeah. but when you begin to speak to God yes, and for who he is, then you're in prayer. Yes. And that is what we're after. And I think that's what the Lord was giving us an example is our whole posture. Yes. From inside out. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. It yeah. starts inside. Yeah. He said, don't do this. Don't do that. Yes. Enter your closet. Yes. Um, but it, again, that doesn't mean, doesn't mean physical. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it can be physical, but it sure. doesn't, it, it, we need to understand that praying has to be within inside to him, you know, um, meaning, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pray to God humbly, um, and not to be noticed. I got to bring up one last thing. <clears throat> and then I guess, I guess we'll close beloved after that. <laughs> um, and it's just to provoke thought. That's all it's for. But when we hear on our TV stations and we hear from uh, our stadiums and when we hear from 
big platforms, large platforms. You know, I, I, I don't know what they at all be, but I'm talking large. Let's pray for dot, dot, dot. And people turn and go, God, give us peace. Uh, God, uh, uh, save so-and-so. Uh, and I'm not talking about salvation. I'm talking about saving from cancer. Uh, God, get us out of that war. Uh, God, don't let a war start over there. Uh, examples, much more better examples than I brought up. God, hearing it. Yeah. No matter the posture of the people. Meaning, meaning if we didn't give reverence? Just, just, I'm not trying to put stipulations on, 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 boy, if you ain't in a perfect state of spiritual mind, he ain't hearing nothing. That's not what no, I'm no, trying no. to, that's not what I'm trying to say. But, um, is there examples? I'm trying to learn something here. I'm not trying to set you up. Is there examples of, and I'm sure there is, and I'm just not thinking of them. And that's why we're friends because we help one another remember things you you can't possibly remember everything no, in here you, no. you you get a lot I have to have to I have to study I, yeah I have to study and I have to look up <laughs> and I have to go back and study the yes, same scriptures <laughs> yes yes and we'll talk one day about this being a living yeah, word living word a living word well that's the nugget from pray that's the nugget right there we don't know we <laughs> we don't know I mean I'm not saying we that that God's word does not tell us but we as humans make too many assumptions and we put too much this, this, and this on it from time to time. And, and maybe it's just where we're at at certain times yeah. when we realize that this is what I ought to be doing, not what the world should be doing. Does that make sense? What I'm saying, I need to take care of Spartacus and let the world, my famous saying is, and it was Jesus's first, let the dead take care of the dead. You know, move on. Do what you got to do, Spar. You do what you need to do. Yes. yes. And, and you don't, can control what you do. Yes. Yes. But, the, and there again, like I say, the nugget is you're in fellowship with the yeah. Father. And I want everybody, if you do, I want everybody to know in this podcast, if you haven't heard anything or if you have, uh, it, I want to encourage you to pray because of fellowship. That is why we pray. Yes. Is to stay in fellowship with God. Yes. Um, when we break that fellowship, when we when we decide that we're gonna be have a sinful life and we're gonna live in sin and then we don't then we then we pray within ourselves. And that's when he don't hear us. Yes. Um I want to pray. I want to pray uh acknowledging God as God. Yes. Giving him reverence. Mm -hmm. And I want to be in fellowship with him. He is the God of all creation. Yes. I, I'm on his side. I, yeah. I, I get, you know, the, the Bible said, you know, he wants to, he wants to do a work in us, right. but he, but he, we are co-workers with him in this whole. He's going to start preaching. Yeah. I, I mean, what, what we're but doing it's here, exciting. what we're it's, doing here. Yeah. I mean, we're co-workers. He's right. using us right. to advance his kingdom. Oh, he can, can he do it all by himself? Absolutely. Most definitely. Yes, he but can. he wants to he wants us to come alongside and help. Yes. And he and he that's that fellowship. That's why awesome. 
And that's why he created Adam. Folks, remember <laughs> this. Remember this. It's the same feeling you get as a parent when you're cleaning house, washing windows, changing brakes. I'm not a mechanic. Uh, building something, painting, and your child comes out there. And you know they're not going to do the job you want them to do. But you're not going to deny handing them a brush and letting you letting hey, them let's help. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Because look, ten years from now, they might gonna. be the best painter that this world's ever seen. And ten now, years from now, they ain't going to fool with me. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want nothing from me. Yeah, but uh, but uh, fellowship, yeah. fellowship, prayer, fellowship, fellowship. That's what we need. That's. Uh, that's he wants us to be co-workers with him yes. and, and fellowship with him. Amen. He knows what we need. Amen. And uh, so another good podcast, another good thought. I know we probably didn't get everywhere we needed. I mean. That's we, not the goal. Right. We could talk about prayer for hours and hours and hours and uh, and really dive into scripture about prayer. Uh I just, again, just to provoke a, a conversation, a thought in a Christian's yes. life, in a non-believer's life. Hey, yes. you know, there's a God out there. There is a God out there. And, uh, and he loves me. Yes. Amen. Because it's not what I said. And it's not what I said. But, but it's, it's what, what he, he said. said. Amen. Y'all have a good day. Amen.